Xavier, I'd be rich if I had a dollar every time I heard someone say, man, I wish I knew 20 years ago what I know today about money. They need to be teaching about this stuff in school. Like the power of investing early. Compound interest. That alone would impact lives. Understanding and planning for taxes. Understanding the difference between both good debt and bad debt. Eric, what about all the stuff about money that business owners need to know? What kind of insurance should you be buying? The importance of contributing towards your retirement. They don't teach any of this stuff in school. Y'all sit back, get ready, because we are talking stuff about money they didn't teach you in school that you need to know. Welcome back to Stuff About Money They Didn't Teach You in School. I'm Xavier Angel, and I'm joined with my co-host, Eric Garcia, Certified Financial Planners. How you doing today, Eric? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. So, look, before we get started, um, we've already dropped one podcast on the year. 2023 two. two two yeah you know why i don't know we dropped two wait a minute two no yeah. we're about to drop another one in a couple days so by the time you listen to this this will be the third podcast on the year so the reason why i got those why numbers why wrong. don't you know why don't you know <laughs> why, why, why don't you tell everyone i already so confessed to it on the podcast that's dropped our in first in podcast days. of the year Eric decided not to involve me in it and went and scheduled it and didn't send me the invite. I found out about it probably 45 minutes before we were supposed to go on air. So my problem. Yep. So I'm going to forgive you for that one, Eric. If you just, if you just scheduled it, if you just scheduled it, if you were here when I scheduled it, but whatever. So, which is a great lead into what we were going to talk about today. Can I ask you a question before we we jump? Yes. Do you know who Blackpink is? Oh, I know who Blackpink. So I taught I taught Eric something new this week. I learned something they didn't teach me in school. Who Blackpink is? So y'all for those, know, y'all know who Blackpink is, listeners. Y'all know who Blackpink is. I don't. Those, I don't know. I don't know what kind of people listen to our show. Well, for those who don't know who Blackpink is, Blackpink is. Um, it's go a, ask, go ask your teenage daughter who Blackpink is. Yeah, we'll we'll leave it, we'll leave it at that. That's what I had to do. I or had your to get your teenage daughter. Well, actually, Hell, my Eric, wife, your, my wife I was going to say your wife, both your wife and your daughter knew who yeah, Blackpink was. I got the, I got the, you don't know who Blackpink is? I'm like, no, why, why would I know who Blackpink <laughs> is? Anyway, what are we talking about today? You, you're supposed to, you're supposed to be up to all of that, Eric. Come on. Come on now. <sighs> I can't keep get, up with get, it all. Get, I, I get can't even, it. I can't even remember to invite you to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but you still have two girls in, in the house. You got to get with it. So, all right. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna reflect, reflect. on 2022. So okay. um, it's been a year since I did my first podcast. Um, but hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Go ahead. You see, I, I cut my finger. For those of you who are not watching on YouTube, go check it out. I cut my finger, and I have got a uh, Toy Story. I don't know why I have a Toy Story Woody Bandit in my house right there. I didn't even realize you did it. How'd you yeah. do that? Uh, washing a knife today. No, this was like two days ago. That was that's when you were thinking about Black Pink, correct? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Trying um, to figure out who Black Pink was. I don't know what I was. I was washing my knife, and it was just I got careless. So we're not only going to reflect on this podcast, but we're also going to talk about what you and I do as we look forward to the year, particularly for our household finances. So we're going to reflect a little bit, 
and then we're going to look forward. So make sure you listen to to both parts of this um, of this show. All right, go ahead, Xavier. I cut you off. No, nah, no worries. Look, it it was it was a great year. Um, you know, and as I go back and reflect, I've I've learned a lot of, about podcasting over the last twelve months. And they um, didn't teach it to you in school. They did not teach it to me in school. I sat in this chair the second week of January in twenty twenty two, and I think that first that first recording we probably had it. It took us about two and a half three hours to get through it. Uh, all the stopping <laughs> t- and going. I was and, worried, and, y'all. I was I was <laughs> I was ready to go find another co-host. <laughs> So, um, our, our, our editor Riza, so y'all don't get to hear this when, uh, when one of us mess up, there's always a, Hey, uh, Riza cut that out. Riza, I'm not, Riza, I'm really not telling you to cut this out. So Riza, do not cut this out. I think, I think you, uh, called on Riza like 150 times in that, in the first three podcasts. Oh man, it, it was, uh, but it was a learning experience and, and, um, mm-hmm. I'm getting more comfortable with it. So yeah, it's taken some time, but I'm more comfortable good, with man. it. You, so. look, you look good too. Well, thank you. You sound good. You look good. It's getting better. All right. So, you know, going back and, and reflecting, there, there, are, there are many great shows that we did over the past 12 months. Um, but I think one of the, or two of the three that I wanted to share today Your favorite? is my favorites. Uh, mm-hmm. The first was the one that we did with student loans. Student um, loans. Right. Student loans. Uh, that was with Jessica Burke, uh, with oh, with, right. uh, okay. yeah, with Jessica uh, New Orleans Wedding Magazine. That's right. And and Jessica's quote was, "Don't take loans that you do not need, and have yeah. the interest accrue over time." So we talked Je- we talked with Jessica about marriage, but that was her one thing about money that she wished she would have learned in school mm-hmm. was don't take and she was don't take debt that you don't need or borrow money that you don't need. And she was talking specifically about student loan debt, right? Okay. And on top of that, so, you know, it was two parts with her. So the second mm-hmm. part of, of um, something that she wasn't taught in school was don't live a higher lifestyle than you can afford. Mm. And I think both of those were, were powerful, um, especially in, in where we've been over the past year and a half, two years. What do you, what do you mean by that? Where, where we've been? Like uh, we as in like a country or we yeah, as in like you and I or we as no, in your... You as, as individuals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, many individuals were not working, you know, mm-hmm. during a pandemic. Um, you had one house, one income per household. But we were still trying, or individuals were still trying to live like they were prior to 2020, 2021. Well, shoot, forget it. I mean, the fact that everything's more expensive. That, apparently, that is, apparently, that well. apparently... There is like, because um, I'm seeing this all over social media, like eggs are really, really expensive right now. Oh, you know, I was, at, I was out of the egg game for a long time because we, we, we raised our own eggs. So I don't even know what, <laughs> I don't even know what a normal dollar amount for, a, you know, dozen eggs are. But like, man, everyone's talking about eggs. It's like the new So gold. for those of you that don't know, Eric lives in a city and would walk city. out his back door every morning right. and go grab mm-hmm. eggs out his That's hen house. Right. Or chicken house, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hen, and, and come in and cook them. Legs. Yeah, uh-huh. so it's delicious. So most those are. I mean, I'm used to paying you know sixteen dollars for, for a dozen <laughs> eggs. <laughs> yeah, no, right. it, it's the price of eggs. So don't, don't so, spend, Yeah, things are expensive. So you know, the, to, to live below your means, and as things got more expensive, if you weren't adjusting, <laughs> you're in trouble. So one of the one of the other um, Daniel Song. Uh, was one of our oh, guests man. as Dan, well. If you got it, man, I'm gonna tell you right now. 
If y'all did not listen to that podcast with Daniel Sung, go back and listen to it. You talk about inspiring. If it's to be, then it's up to me. And that that stood out. I actually have that. Um, it's on my desk. Uh, that saying that really? Daniel okay. put out there. If it's to be, then it's up to me. I, I you know, the thing it. I love about Daniel is I've got a uh, I've got a, a soft spot in my heart for the immigrant story, mm-hmm. and talking to Daniel reminds me so much of talking to my dad. It's very similar stories coming coming to a country where they didn't know the culture, and really had to you know everything that they've earned. They they've worked. They've had to work harder than the average mm-hmm. person, and it's just such an inspiring language. Just from not language, it's such an inspiring story. Just from the the culture difference, the language difference, and they both both of them built a built a an insurance agency. So, like, I, I talk to Daniel, and I feel like I'm I feel like I'm just sitting down with my dad, and I, and, I, and I love it. But we don't talk that much about insurance. We just talk about man family values and uh, how that how that looks in his family. Just man, what a, what a, what an incredible leader. And one of the other things that Daniel talked about now that you're, you're saying that was uh, the importance of, um, of shared values, both mm-hmm. in, in, in business and in marriage. Now, and that was another powerful thing that uh, we discussed when we were with uh, Daniel. So, yeah, let's talk about, let's talk about that shared values. What, what, what is, I mean, it might sound obvious, but in, in, a, in a marriage, what's the importance of shared values? How do you, how do you see that? I'm just messing with you. I was for those of you that can't see us. I was quiet. I was I was messing with them for a second. So well, they, they don't have to see you be quiet. They can hear you be quiet, Xavier. This is an audio show, and you know. <laughs> so shared shared values. Um, do and, you and, and your wife share values? We do. We absolutely do. And uh-huh. and you mentioned earlier that we were that we were going to talk about um, or discuss the planning. What we do as mm-hmm. a, as a family unit in planning. And so I think one of those don't jump sh- ahead. What, what, I mean, you, you asked me about shared values, and I'm about to jump in that. So, you know, one of the things that we we discussed was what are we looking to do in 2023? You know, you can't you can't go, man. You see, you start this podcast off about how you know it was real hard for you, and and you were uncomfortable, and you kind of come into your own. Now you're just taking over. I'm following your lead. I mean, you did it for an entire year, so now you know I'm I'm, I'm taking that lead. So I haven't even had a chance to share my 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 favorite go, moments from last year. Go go ahead. What what are your favorite moments? And then we'll jump no, no, into. No, let, no, let, we're let, gonna share. Get, we're gonna go share. All right. Okay. So what are what are your moments from last year? <laughs> I think so. I, I got a handful of them. Okay. Um. Earlier in the year, we we had Phil Blancato on, and Phil is a a, a chief. Um, market strategist, portfolio manager for a firm that we work with. And he said, get your emotions out of way, out of the way your money doesn't know you. And I love that in the beginning of the year, really before it all kind of went crazy in the market, he's talking about how important it is to, to keep your emotions out of your investment decisions. And man, let me tell you last year, I think it was easier to manage money last year than it was to manage emotions. Yes, I agree. Clients' emotions our emotions. I mean, the market last year really tested our, our convictions about what we believe about the stock market. So get your emotions out of the way is, um, is, is something that, that kind of resonate, continued to resonate with me. And that leads me to, to my next favorite moment was we had Dr. Billy Williams on. 
And that's another that's another episode that that, man, that yeah, just, definitely yeah, go back and take a listen to that one as well. That's just that's just one one tidbit of wisdom after another. But he said lack of discipline is the most expensive item you'll own. Mm-hmm. And when I look back at the market last year, and those who 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 became undisciplined in their investment decisions, they become undisciplined and they allowed their emotions to get the best of them to make to make short-term changes in a portfolio and short-term changes in a long-term portfolio. Now, clearly the market has not recovered yet. Um, but I think most people feel a little bit better about the direction of the market, particularly this year. And if you look at the, the fourth quarter of last year, significantly better than the second quarter of last year. Um, but for those who, who forgot or, or, you know, became undisciplined in their investments, they, they missed out or they will potentially miss out on this recovery. So keep your emotions in their right place. And if you lack discipline, that's the most expensive item you'll own. Those two to me are really important, particularly when we think about the investment um, management portion of, um, of what we do. And both of those are great, especially going into 2023. So I'm, I'm glad you brought those up. And hold on, in that same in the same vein, I'm, I'm kind of I got an investment theme here. Um, apparently, I didn't realize this as I as I captured some of these moments. We had um, one of our uh, one of our guests was Dr. John Grable, and he um, he's a I think he's a, a professor at the University of um, Georgia. He runs their financial planning lab. And a lot of a lot of what they deal with is understanding the emotions of investing, the emotions of finances. And we, I think we met with him maybe like in May, June, March, April, May, June, kind of when all the volatility really, really started taking off. So this idea of risk is really important, understanding our risk tolerance. And he said that um, um, sometimes if the questions are too complex or require a lot of probability work, the client will overestimate or tell you they're willing to take more risk than they are. So he was talking about this idea of, you know, we try to gauge people's risk tolerance, like how much risk are you willing to take? And sometimes we try to gauge it asking questions that are too complicated for the average person to answer. They don't have the knowledge and not, not a, nothing negative, but, but um, they don't have the knowledge to be able to properly gauge or answer the question that will give us the information on how to gauge risk. So as we went into the year trying to understand people's people's tolerance for risk, that becomes very difficult when emotions are high because the market's going crazy and all of a sudden your risk tolerance drops because risk tolerance is kind of like an emotion. It's going to go up and down based off of what's happening. So kind of, again, in that vein of investments, understanding, keep your emotions uh, at bay, be disciplined in your decisions and understand not just your tolerance for risk, but your capacity. Like, you know, we have a long time till we retire, so we can afford a little bit more risk. We have the capacity to take risk in our portfolio. I'm not comfortable with it. I don't like losing money. I don't. In fact, I don't think I have any client that enjoys losing money. But understand this is where the discipline comes in. Understanding that time in the market is what makes you money, not timing the market. Um, understanding those three things: risk tolerance, and capacity, emotions, and discipline is a good little recipe for for long-term investment success. You took that from our conversation yesterday. What? <laughs> we were talking about risk yesterday. And, and were we? Part of that conversation was, 
I can give you a risk tolerance questionnaire today or evaluate what your risk is today, but it may be different from what it was last week or next week mm-hmm. because of emotions. It does. Yeah. Risk tolerance is not a very, um, mm. maybe a little bit more sturdy than, than just our feelings in general, but eventually, you know, when, when things are more volatile, we're less tolerant for risk. And when things are, when things are, you know, rainbows and sunshine, we're more tolerant of risk because, because it doesn't exist. Right when the market's mm-hmm. going up and up and up, there's less risk, so we're more tolerant of risk that doesn't really exist to the same extent that it exists when the markets are volatile. Right. So, Eric, now I'm going back on track. I'm going to push you forward here. So, one of the things okay. we we had talked about what is it that we're doing uh, going into 2023? Mm-hmm. Uh, you also asked me a little bit earlier about shared values and 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 what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And as business partners, and I'm going to start there. Um, you and I sat down and looked at what are we trying to accomplish? You know, what are the values that we're sharing um, in 2023? And I think this is an important time that we that we actually had that opportunity. Um, and we scheduled out, we blocked out, what, two, three days and, and yeah. sat down it, and it, started planning Two, three days extended to like seven days because I think there was like perpetual disruption. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, we had, we, we had talked about trying to get out the office next year and, and doing this. Um, yeah. But the shared values from both a business standpoint and then also in a relationship with your partner, uh, being able to sit down and look at what are you trying to accomplish? And so Maureen and I, one of the things that we want to do this year as a couple is we want to spend money. When we do spend it, we're going to spend it on experiences, and not mm-hmm. things, not stuff. Um, so that's in our plan, in our financial plan for the year. Let's not just go out and buy stuff. You know, let's look at what do we want to do together as a family, and that's where we're going to focus our resources on uh, in 2023. Can you give me some? Can you give us some like ideas? What does that look like for your family? An experience, spend money on an experience. So we've got um, ideally, we'd like two vacations this summer Mm -hmm. or this, uh, this year in 2023, we've already got one in the books. Um, we booked a, uh, eight day trip. Uh, we'll be headed out to California. Um, you know, our first stop is going to be in LA. Uh, we'll probably wind up heading down South to San Diego. Um, and then we'll, we'll, we'll see where, we'll see where the wind, uh, takes us. Yeah. Where (laughs) the wind blows. Um, are you, your 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 plan your trip is more scheduled than that. The wind's not just going to blow you in directions <laughs> like you're sharing. I mean, you have you have a pretty tight itinerary. Yeah, we we do we will, you know. And that's that, so when I go on vacation with Maureen, and and love my vacations with Maureen, we probably see more stuff than the average person will see on vacation. I mean, Maureen has it down to the hour. We're getting up at. You know, six o'clock in the morning, and and having breakfast, and she wants to be out of the door by by this time, and this is where we're going. Um, the kids will tell you when when we come back from vacation, they need a couple of days to rest. We're just constantly going. Mm. My see, my idea of vacation is wake up when I wake up, drink some coffee, and walk out to the beach and just <laughs> hang out on the beach for a little while. Or how however long I want, wherever the wind blows, right? Where, wherever it blows. <laughs> some food, go back out to the beach. Um, so that's cool. I like that idea. I like, I like that it seems like there's an intentionality of 
you planning on spending money on experience? Because I know you've mm-hmm. done that in the past, so it's not right. necessarily. Because I know you had some experiences last year that you spent money on, right? And it it so it's not it it's nothing new, but when we sit down and we start talking about what does the year look like, those yeah. are things that we're putting down on paper. Is this is what our year is going to look like? These are the things that we want to do. That way, we have an idea going into the year. Are we saving? What we're saving for? What is our goal? And that way, we have it planned out. We're not we're not coming in in May and saying, "Oh, look, you know what? We need to uh, we need to do this in in June." And then, where can we get the money from? Yeah, yeah. You know? In June, like, oh man, we're leaving tomorrow. Right. All right. Where do we have? Oh, and yeah. I did I did forget to say this. So, Mark, my my twenty uh, two year old now. Uh, is graduating from Notre Dame in May, so that's where all your that's where all your money's going. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll be we'll be headed to Notre Dame for graduation as well in May. Um, okay, so it, it's it's going to be a, a a fun filled year for us. Yeah, you know, one one of the things I do when I'm planning my year, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not a big like, oh, it's a new year, it's a new opportunity to make good decisions. Um, like to me, it's just it's just another day. It's just we mm-hmm. we turn the calendar. There is a little bit of of you know memorializing last year. It's an opportunity to reflect, obviously, because you know a lot of things end in twenty end at the end of the year, and new things start. Um, so there is that opportunity, but but I don't I don't make a huge deal of it. One of the things I do, and this is kind of perpetual, um, and, and certainly the end of the year is a good time to do it. Um, is just kind of inventory, kind of where we are financially. So where mm. where are our investments at? What do we have in short term savings? Um, what what's our you know what debt do we have? And then also, what do we want to do in the year that's off normal budget? Right? It's not like eating. Mm-hmm. It's we need to renovate a room. We need to. We want to take a trip. We need to spend. A, you know, buy a car for a teenage driver. Like, what are those big right. things? And, and you're then, and you're now buying eggs for the first time, and the price yeah, of egg, and the price of eggs have doubled. Yeah, yeah. We. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't buy. We order our eggs through Instacart from Costco, so I don't know what they are. All I know is that meat's expensive. I buy meat, and meat's expensive, so I can imagine what eggs are. But maybe I should have planned for eggs. Got to put that in your budget. I got to put that in my budget. Um, No, but but what are those off-budget items that are bigger, that are not part of my normal cash flow? And then I start like uh, mentally accounting on how I'm going to pay for them. So we have, like you, we um, have a trip planned. Um, so I'm mentally accounting, where's that money going to come from? How am I going to pay for it? Uh, and I like to, I like to have as much as possible. If I'm doing like a trip, I want to have it paid for before I go on a trip. I don't want to come home from the trip, have had this amazing experience and then be strapped with the, the stress or the burden of debt. So like, I want to go to the trip. I want to suffer now, pay it now, go on the trip, have a great time, not worry about money while I'm there. And then come home and just have experiences and no debt from the trip. So I like to to be proactive, and that's something that we'll that I'll I kind of mentally account for mm-hmm. in the beginning of the year. And you have to, it, you know, and, and we do this in our planning uh, with our clients. We're looking at cash flow, and this helps with knowing where your cash, what's coming in, what's going out. 
you know, what the future holds for you as far as spending it goes. Um, so we, we've done this both with, with our um, wives um, and from a family standpoint, but we got together as, as business partners and had to sit down and do this as well um, and look at what are the expenses that are out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. And, and one of them is, you know, renovating the office. Um, oh, yeah. So that, that's, we're building out a, um, or the goal is to build out a um, podcast recording studio. podcast studio, studio y'all. It'll be fantastic. So, so Xavier and I will be in the same room as opposed to, you know, there won't be offices. a wall between us. Yeah. So, be you know, that's, so, you know, one of my recommendations is, look, sit down, sit down with your business partner, sit down with your, with your lifelong partner and, and look at what are some of the things that we can be doing now. Uh, January, February is a, is a great time to begin planning and looking at budgeting, looking at cash flow. So on budgeting, let me let me say this. This is actually pretty exciting. One of the things that we finally were able to wrap up is our our budgeting video course. So we're about to start promoting that and and basically what it is, it actually came out of my annual kind of reflection of finances. Like I I I've got the money, but for some reason it's never in the right account at the right time. Um budgeting the traditional way was always I just don't have the personality. I don't have the. I don't have the 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 um, the mindset to be so so technical and so meticulous about little bitty expenses. And um, so I kind of developed the way of managing cash flow years and years and years ago. And I started talking about it with clients. And I shared it with one client. It actually wasn't a client; it was a friend. And about six months later, he comes to me. He's like, "Dude, like, so my wife and I we've been doing what you what you told us to do." I'm like, "What did I tell you to do?" And he 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 verbalized back, and I'm like, "Okay." And he goes, it's been fantastic. We, you know, we've been able to get pay off one of our credit cards. And I'm like, oh, that's great. So um, last year, or it's actually been longer than a year, worked on putting it in a video series, and we're about to put it up on our on our website. Um, so we got that kicked off. So that's, you're talking about budgeting and cash flow management. This is a way. This is a it's a it's a process to manage cash flow. Okay, but we're, we're calling it budgeting made easy. Definitely um, check it out once it's, and we'll let everyone know when it's live. Eric did a great job with uh, putting this together um, and, and putting the video together. Uh, we've, we've had a test run with several clients, um, and they've all had positive things to come back and say about it. So uh, hats off to Eric for putting that together. Hats off. There, there you go. Hats off. And dang, there was something else. There's something else I was going to say, um, but it eludes me. Well, at there's, this there's just so much. Moment so much to happen in 2022 and so much potential for 2023. I'm, I'm excited about the new year so, for everything. So leave us, leave us, uh, leave us with a good word, Xavier. With a good word. Before you leave us with if a good word on the budgeting course, I'll tell you what we're going to do. By the time this episode drops, we will probably have it published. So there will be a link to the budgeting course in the show notes. So if you are a client listening and you want access to it, email me because the clients will have access to it. If you're not a client, uh, there will be there will be a cost for it, but it'd be more than worth it. But anyway, what were you saying? Leave us with a good word, Xavier. So I'm going to go back to Daniel's uh, quote. Mm-hmm. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's strong. If No if one we, making financial decisions for you, right? Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so awesome. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening on our... Uh, reflection and looking forward 
episode. We got some good stuff for y'all this year. Information presented and discussed on the Stuff About Money podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute direct financial advice. Consult with a qualified financial advisor prior to implementing any strategies discussed. Eric Garcia and Xavier Angel's branch office is located in New Orleans, Louisiana. The branch phone number is 504-218-5479. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through New Century Financial Group, LLC. A registered investment advisor not affiliated with Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated.